This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code SHOCKTANK. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Oh, yeah. I'm a little loud. Um, here we are doing another after show for Shark Tank, episode 19. Things got a little fiery this episode. Uh, tonight, it's just me and Phil... Phil's engineering and giving his opinion. He's a very talented individual that can of do more than I one thing. Of course I am. I can do anything. I don't know about anything. Hey, you can do anything if you set your mind to it. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll take I'll, I'll give you that one. Um, hope everybody had a fantastic Sunday. It was a lovely day here in sunny Los Angeles. Um, let's get right to it. First, we got Kent that comes out. Mechanical engineer. I like this guy with the Revo lights. What'd you think about it, Phil? What'd you think? What'd you think? As a biker, I think this is cool. I think it's super cool because right now on my bike, I have lights that are similar. Not as good as that, but they're, you put them around so when you ride, it makes the whole tire illuminate. But it's like inside. It's like connects to the spokes. So it's not as, you know, it doesn't have as much of a purpose rather than look cool. But this one actually lights stuff up. I think it's pretty rad. Yeah, and I, I think just in general, I mean, uh, as a biker, again, I'll say that. I actually Do you bike? I do bike. Okay. I biked 175 miles in one day, I'll have you know. Where'd you go? Why? I just, um, I'll tell you my philosophies on biking later. Essentially, it just means you go as far, this is my life philosophy. You go as far as you can without killing yourself, and then you're like, okay, I'm tired. But because you've gone so far, you're like, oh, well, now I have to bike back. And so then you, you know, so then you double push your limit. But anyway, um, I actually was unaware that most bike accidents happen from the side. Yeah, I was unaware of that too. And it, it kind of does make sense though, because people do have reflectors in the front and in the back usually, or lights more, you know, more so lights now. It's actually a law here too. I don't know if that's everywhere, but I know um, in Venice, you can get a ticket for not having a bike light. So I violated so many of those laws. Helmets, everything. They don't really enforce the helmet one, though. But I've seen people, and I know people, that have gotten tickets for bike lights. And I'm like, are you serious? And people steal them, too. So this kind of can get rid of that problem as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, so Kent was asking for $150,000 for 10% of the company. Um, Which, you know. Which is, I mean, again, we'll get into it, but it's. If nothing else, it's really, really fair. Yeah, it seems super reasonable. He said that in the last 10 months, 
He's done $600,000 worth of business. He's not profitable yet, but that's because he spent the money on patents and he's putting it back into the company, not that he doesn't have a good margin because his like they either come for $139 for each or for the pair, uh, $229. And that is the cost of a pair is 100 bucks. So his markup is like, you know, it's it's more than twice of the cost, you know what I mean? So I think that's I think it's fair. Um and then, you know, the sharks the sharks start in. This was a real fun one for me. Um Damon comes in and he first gives him three hundred thousand dollars for thirty percent. What do you think about Damon's bid? Um I mean essentially he just wants more equity is what what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Because... Well, he actually valued the company a little bit lower as well, though. Because if it's 150 for 10, 300 for 30, you know what I mean? It's, it's a different... Got it. So, yeah. So, so he was, was saying it's not worth what Kent came out saying. And, but he was willing to offer him more um, capital up front. Right. Which, you know, eventually we learn, like, that's what he's in need of. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and then Mr. Wonderful comes in with one of his, you know, perpetuity. Perpetuity. He should be just called Mr. Perp. Perpetuity guy. Yeah, how did Mr. Wonderful come about? Like, it should just be... Yeah, yeah. it should be Perp. Yeah. Mr. Perp. Um, but he comes in with $150,000 for 7% royalty until he gets his money back, then 1% in perpetuity. and uh, Which is the best deal out of him I, I think I remember. It was a pretty fair deal out of him. Um, and I understand his reasoning in it because his reasoning is... Uh, from what I, what I think his reasoning is, I like this product... It's going to make money. It's not going to be something that I'm going to get my money back tenfold in a year. So let it just be slow and steady. I give you this. I get my money back. And then I just keep making a percent. And it's kind of like a loan with a good, you know, a better interest rate. And you get some of his expertise. So I think as much as we pick on him about those deals, I think it's kind of – granted, in this case, there was I better mean, we, deals. We, we, but we, we pick on him not because the deals are bad. It, we pick on him because – He plays the game with his own rules. Yeah, and, you know, it, we always err on the side of um, the the tanky <laughs> – what are we going to call it? What are, the tanky. The, the, the entrepreneur. No, the, yes, the entrepreneur. And so, you know, uh, his deals tend to, from our point at least, not necessarily favor all the time towards the entrepreneur. Right. I agree with you. Um, and then something that I don't think I've ever seen happened. Have you ever seen what I'm about to say has happened? This was amazing. Which, by the way, before we get into it, did you know that he – could you tell by his face what, that, what kind of ethnicity and, and culture he was from? No, I wasn't really paying attention. All right. I can tell Why? people. I don't know. I just, I'm just, I have a good, like, here's the thing. Most foreigners can tell, like, ethnicities and things like that. So what What? What did he say? What was he? Well, remember him and Robert talked about it? Oh, got it. Okay. Got I get where you're going there. Sorry, I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> following for a second where you're going. Um, Before I get to the big holy cow moment that happened on this episode – I think that it was pretty cool that, like, he was play- saying that he's a mechanical engineer for NASA. So, like, this guy's legit. He went to, like, school. He's smart. Like, he knows what he's doing. Um, so then Robert comes in and says, I think your valuation is too low. I'm going to give you $300,000 for 10%. I'm going to give you twice the money for the same percent that you- you're wanting to give up. 
And and you know, and then before before we could really harness and enjoy that moment of like, whoa, Mark comes in and pretty much says you're full of shit. Like he literally said that to this guy. What did she think of that? You know, I agreed with Mark that there was no like if I was in there asking for one hundred fifty thousand dollars and I wanted to give up ten percent of my company, and someone was like. I'll give you 300000 because I think you need more money, but I, you can only give me still 10%. I think what you're doing is brilliant, amazing. You're selling yourself short. I feel like I would show some sort of emotion. So I agree with Mark in that sense. And I also feel like... They're, emo- they're an emotionless people. Right. But, Just saying. But in the same sense, I could see how maybe it didn't... You know, there's stress, there's cameras, there's this, there's that. I could see how maybe it didn't sink in yet. And he was kind of like, okay, well, what's everyone else going to, like, if he's going to do this, what's someone else going to do? And I feel like Mark kind of pressured him into the deal. I feel like if Mark wouldn't have blown up at him like that, I don't know if he would have made a deal. Because I feel like maybe he did come on just for the PR. You think so? I, I, it crossed it crossed my mind that maybe he came on just for the PR when Mark was saying all that. It, you don't to think me, Robert's a good mentor anyway? I do think Robert's a good mentor. Does this guy necessarily need Robert and need this money to make his company a multi million dollar company? I don't think he does. Will he get there quicker with less mistakes? Maybe, but he's clearly doing something right. He's clearly a smart guy. He's cl- you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot that's going for him. And when Mark ripped him down, like, I felt that I saw he was kind of like, well, I have to make a deal now. And you know what the thing for me? I don't remember what Lori did in this. Did she Did she have a chance? Did she do anything? Lori was not memorable. She didn't do anything. Like, she didn't, she didn't say I'm out or she didn't say, like, she kind of just stepped back once Mark started being like that, correct? Yeah, pretty much. Um. So then that was weird to me, too, that she didn't chime in. So... But Kent, you know, he he hears what Mark says. He kind of combats him a little bit, which I respect that he stood up for himself. I, I, I like that he did that. Um, and he then, was a smart guy in general, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, the guy, have you thought about licensing? He said, we have. We just wanted to test the market before we did that. Mm-hmm. And so he had the right answers. And, and, again, that's why I think, you know, there was an interview we did with – I don't want to name the celebrity only because it's going to perpetuate more stuff. But after the interview, I was like, oh, he was so cold. And I was like, guys, he's he's – not only European, he's German. What do you expect from him? You know what I mean? So they're very st- wait. So you saying all European German people are? No, cool? I'm saying I'm saying okay, Eastern European, and you know, not that Germany's part of Eastern Europe, but it but. starts from there. They're very like militant in some sort of way. You know what I mean? And so they're not going to give off that much emotion. Just historically, I'm not saying they're emotionless, and they they're again they're very. You know, they're very family-oriented and things like that, but they're also strategic. I can understand. You're trying to make a a cultural, you know, uh, like you're saying, normally in in business, that's the, like, there are things like that, yes. I think, you know, of course, my, I go to the, like, oh, I don't want to stereotype people because everyone, you know what I mean? Like, there's successful people in every culture, you know? Um, But no, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, So, and then Kent winds up taking a deal with Robert, which was, of course, the... It was the good. best deal he could he could have made. He he not only like got double what he was worth, he got a great mentor, and uh, I I think Robert's going to be able to take it all the way. And honestly, I think this guy may have more stuff in him. So I think yeah, that's because you can do this with other you can this like you can do this with other things. 
Yeah. I don't want to say more ideas like last week and people want our app. Yeah, but the, we're getting a, you know, we tested the market with that idea. Now all of a sudden everybody wants the app. So, you know, yeah. we got to get into development. Yeah. Kevin actually, he texted me. He was, you know, for those of you who are just tuning into this episode and haven't listened to last week's, we talked about, you know, about, instead of there was the Cheeked app on uh, episode 18, which was last week. And we just, we came up on air spontaneously uh, ideas for a better app. Yeah. So check that episode out if you would like the app. Keep encouraging us because we will put the money into it. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I got time. Let's do it. Um, okay, cool. So anything else about Revelites? Brilliant idea. Brilliant guy. He got a great deal. Mark went off on him, but all in all, I think it was a success for him. He was entertaining to watch. He was knowledgeable. I liked him. And uh, I really enjoyed him, and I love it started a lot of great tension tonight for him and Robert. Yeah, it did. They were they were kind of there was a good banter. There was a good good banter on this episode, I believe. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, yeah. can we can we do buffer bit first? Do you want it? Only because it goes back to the like, uh, you know, Robert says like, you know, I, I always you know a nice watch helps shiny yeah. shoes, and that's why uh, Marcos. That's why you know I I don't wear watches. Think, yeah, and there was like. Okay, they what does that, that even mean? Yeah, well, let's stay in order because I don't. I, I want to always do an order in case people ever go to like you know fifteen minutes and think we skipped one or something. But there is a lot about that, not only with that, um, but all right, squeaky th- there knees. There was a there was a lot of stuff. Wait, which one was the woman? We're on squeaky knees. Yeah, but th- so this was her, Lisa and Ivan, because there was some drama with this one as well with okay. Mark. Yeah, you don't you don't remember? No, I do. Oh. I just okay. Squeaky knees. Let's talk about it. Squeaky knees. Two. So Lisa and Ivan from Los Angeles come up with squeaky knees. They want a product that pretty much has better knee knee protection for their kids, and they can hear their kids wherever they are. Um, right away, I was like, "This has got to be the most annoying thing ever." <laughs> right away, I was like, "Oh, uh, uh-uh. what was your initial instinct?" Uh, I don't know. Kids stuff tends to go kind of over my head, but yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I mean, there's got to be a better way. Again, an app. I know. Here we go again. Give it to you. But there's got to be a better way to like in the pants, put some something in the knee in the knee pad that like then has a proximity to your phone of how far your kid is away and it can like buzz you. Brilliant idea again. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like there's got to be a better way. So if you've got like 10 kids all hanging out, it's going to be like squeaky, 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 squeaky. Like, nuts. Like, that's going to want to make me throw a kid, like, farther away so I can't hear it. <laughs> but anyway, so they they wanted $80,000 for 20% of their company. Um, they've sold $10,000 in three years, only 500 units. And right away, they kind of jumped on them. Robert was like, I mean, Mr. Wonderful was like, maybe this is a terrible product. No one's buying it. Um, Can I just say also, like, you know, I, I give these guys a lot of credit the sharks because you look at a product like this and honestly like they value their money really well because if you look at it eighty thousand dollars in the grand scheme of things doesn't have to be you know it is quite a lot of money but to them you know it's not it's not but again to to hold such a value to that amount is great because you know it, I could see other multi million millionaires just being like, oh, eighty thousand dollars for twenty percent, great. Yeah, if it works right. out, it works out. Whatever. No, I definitely think that you know the casting, for lack of a better way to say it, of these sharks is uh, remarkable. 
I mean, they really are like, I mean, every now and then you see them go with somebody like on a motion, but usually it's not. It's just business. And I think more and more, it's more and more business. Like, again, I've never seen them call so many people out as they have in the past few episodes of like, you just want to come here to get attention and to sell your product, which because in the same sense, that must piss them off because it could be a product that's competing with something that they have. That's why they're out. And then this product gets all this press. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of different things about that that could be annoying for the sharks. They're like um, – but, you know, I, I totally agree with you. They don't just throw their money at stuff that they don't think is going to work. Yeah. Um, so Lori, you know, was pretty blunt in this one. She said if people love it, then sales should be higher. You know, maybe this just isn't the right idea. I'm out. She right away kind of just starts like, boom. And, and she would have been she would have been the one to go with, right? Because you could have had the demonstration of the kids and the moms, and at night, like watching QVC, they buy it done. Yeah. Um, and Mister Wonderful says, "Is there a possibility that no one likes it? It sucks." He literally was like, "Your product sucks." He never has a problem with saying something sucks. I know, but, like, I don't know. And then here's where it gets fiery, and I think I might get fired up about this. But here's the thing. Could I – Yes. Just Mr. Wonderful real fast. Yeah. Especially for um, moms like this, you know, because, uh, again, we talked about it. People will just continue to spend money on an idea that's never going to amount to anything else. Right. And so you know what? It's actually good that he's doing it because he needs to shatter their dreams and so that way they cannot, you know, they can return to what they are actually good at and be productive in a way they're meant to be. Right, and they can fail quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um I totally agree with you. I mean, I I get it. Some people just and, and I'm sure they're still trying to do squeaky knees. I feel like they probably are. Ugh. Um but so and you know it's funny I I tried to look them up because they were in LA and they would have been fun guests to have. But then Mark comes on and he was said that there's a difference between product and business. And they have a product. They don't have a business. And then he took it a step further and I was actually very, very shocked that Mark went there and said that there's other business people out there that have an advantage because she's a single mom. Like he played the – he kind of played the you're not capable of running a business because you've got to worry about your kids. He kind of played that card. Yeah. I, what, you think it's wrong, though? I think it's totally wrong. A hundred percent wrong. I mean, is that because it literally comes a day before women's, what was it, women's appreciation no, day? No, I don't think, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, my calendar told me to think it's wrong. No, not at all. I think because I just think that in society today, and again, like, I'm not going to go on some, like, big feminist rampage because it's not, that's not what it is but people have distractions period you know what i mean so to say someone is not capable of being a good business person like me like and i'm again i'm not trying to you know just hear this for what it is i've run a business and you know if i was to have a child tomorrow i would still be way more productive and successful than some other schmuck that maybe has never run a business because i already know what to do you know what i mean like there's no telling on how smart or dedicated this woman is and just because she has to stop for two hours to like go pick her kid up from daycare or whatever it's like other people stop to go do whatever i i think it was a very low blow i i I was like i said i was very very shocked to hear this come out of mark's mouth and i think it was a very low blow and um I kind of like that. She was like, so you're telling me I can't be a mom and do it? 
which that's like there are a lot of single moms that or moms, not even single moms. Like there are a lot of moms that start businesses. I think it was just kind of a low blow. I think it had I think it had nothing to do. Let me let me recap to it. It had nothing to do with the product that their squeaky knees product kind of sucked. You know what I mean? It's it's not like they had this awesome product and like they just couldn't keep up with what was happening in the business so the time thing was actually the problem and he was saying like you might have to hire somebody because you're a mom and this is a priority and you can't take your business to the next level because you're too busy like it was kind of a low blow I yeah yeah i agree i mean the quote about product and not a business could have been sufficient you know that's all that should have and could have that right to be said right unless like i said unless it was that this was happening and it was happening too much and she couldn't handle it and then this great idea it was like if the idea was great but she couldn't get it to the next step because she was too busy and that's the problem she wasn't hiring somebody else because she wanted all the control or all these other variables yes that would make sense and play totally didn't play totally a kick below the belt i think and like i said i was you know I kind of it kind of made me lose a tiny bit of respect for the Mr. Cuban. You'll get it back. I love him. I have so much, so it's not even gonna like matter. <laughs> but I just was a little bit like I was just shocked for him to be Mr. Like Entrepreneur Spirit. Anyone can do it. This, this, this. Like the way that those words came out. And granted, he was heated from the last person. They were all kind of heated this episode. But I, like I said, I was just a little bit shocked. I'm sorry. I won't keep going on about it. But I was a this could have been the last taping of the night. Yeah. I think, you know what I mean, after so many of these, you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, but you, you could tell that, but still. Um, and then Robert kind of, during that whole debate with Mark and Lisa, Robert was kind of just like, I'm out, I'm <laughs> out. Um, and then Damon, which I didn't, like, everyone was kind of heated because he was just like, I don't feel like I would ever be able to get a word in edgewise with you guys as a business partner. And then, of course, Ivan started talking. He's like, see, like, you guys aren't letting me speak. I'm out. But I didn't feel that. Like, there are some people that come on that, like, should shut up and just take it. Like, I didn't feel – did you feel like they were that – those that couple? Uh, yeah. yeah. You I did? did? Absolutely. Oh, I didn't him see Him more so than her, perhaps. I don't know. Just something about him. You um, just had, like, a and, – And here's yeah. the thing. I know I'm going to get such hate for it online, but just something about him was fishy to me. No, that's fair. I mean, that's totally fair. I mean, you know, in the same sense, it's like I wouldn't go into business with – everyone that i know because there's certain things about people that you know that they won't work but i just didn't i didn't feel like he was trying to talk over people or i don't know i i I didn't feel that at first but anyway um maybe i was just more so like it sucks they need to let it go but anyway and then Lori was like you know she said she was out too she said the squeaks would make her crazy which i completely agree with that it would drive me absolutely insane so um lisa and i haven't got no deal Anything else about squeaky news? Anything squeak else? on out. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. All right, here we go. Buffer bit. All right. What you think, man? What you think? <laughs> okay, it was funny how, you know, he, he's like, hey. But, and uh, I forget what Lori said, and he was his comeback was, what man wouldn't want an excuse to use a power tool? Or a uh, cordless. Power. A drill. Yeah. <laughs> and Lori laughed. She's like, "That's a good point." It was really good. Um, I, f- I I know it, w- exactly what you're talking about when they were um. So this guy, instead of using this, uh, 
a, a drill bit to replace an electric polisher, and he was like, you have to go get your drill every time to polish your shoes, and he was kind of like, who wouldn't want that as an excuse to do that? Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of like this. You know, like, I, I mean, I don't know, and, and I don't know that you're the guy that polishes your shoes. So. I used to. Yeah. And But I don't. I don't know how many people do anymore. I, I, perhaps it's a lost art. Yeah, and that's what, kind of what Lori was saying. She was saying, you know, I feel now so more, especially with the height of all the Silicon Valley, Silicon Beach, it's like the more and more entrepreneurs and money are coming from more casual people, dress-wise, I mean. Um, you know, you look at, you know, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world and, and the people that are the Twitter creators and all this, like they're not wearing shoe shine shoes and suits to meetings. They're wearing sneakers. So I feel like that's what she kind of had a good point in saying that it's not as important as it used to be. That and, you know, even people I do see with like, you know, they're wearing leather black shoes or whatever. They look good, but I don't think they were shined. Yeah. You know, and again, I, I there's nothing wrong to looking the part, yeah. dressing real well, and I believe you can wear a nice watch. Yeah. I think more so now it's like, and again, we're, we're in a culture where, like, it's the hip, so, like, okay, I'm not wearing uh, uh, black sh- shoes, but, like, I'm wearing $20,000 Nike sneakers. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and that's that's the thing. And, and to go back to what you had said earlier, what Robert says about, you know, there's something about a guy and a watch and shine shoes, and again, Mark kind of took it personal. I was yeah. like, I don't wear a watch, which is, you know, him being trying to say, like, I'm super successful and super wealthy and I don't wear a watch. So your idea goes out the window. I like a good watch. Yeah. Just saying. You know, a, Look at you. a good friend of mine. Hold your hand up. Oh, I've got a good watch on. But this watch also costs only 60 bucks. Oh, fair enough. But I do have 12 other Nixon watches that cost more. But I have a good friend of mine. He has a jewelry company, and he set like I'm talking watches that are like six to like fifteen thousand dollars for a watch. I don't think I understand. I don't know that I would spend that kind of money on a watch. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't either. I mean, yeah, there's some night some watches just look nice, but I, you know, even the ones that I have, they look really nice, but they you know. I've seen okay. I've seen Fifty Cent, and we were working with him, and you know, uh, it wasn't. I don't know if it was his, his, but like they gave it to him to wear, and it was like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like, ludicrous. You, really, it's crazy. What? Uh, oh, what? you were like, really? That's crazy. Yeah, that's. I mean, you know, like it's a nice watch, but like you could feed a small country for five hundred thousand dollars. Like to me, we could literally go crazy. buy a house right now. Cash, like here's a watch. Yeah, here's the watch. And, like, a nice one, even here in L.A., like, big. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, it's crazy. Crazy. But, again, so, but I think if there's a lesson in all this, you know, there is something to looking the part. But, again, at the end of the day, you don't have to spend as much money as you think. Right. And I agree with them. They said successful, to be successful, you got to look successful. And And I agree with that. You know, and, again, I think what that definition of look successful, it it's different now. Uh, you just have to look put together. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like a lot of people would think that successful to look successful means suit and tie or like a woman, like a dress or a business suit. And I don't think that's the same anymore. It's not, but it's, it always, you know what I mean? It helps. It depends. Uh, it, here's the thing. With so many new different jobs, right? 
um, let's say you're a, an assistant, right, or a sec- secretary, whatever you want to call it. Um, yes, there's some assistants who can get away with wearing high heels and nice dress and things like that. There's other assistants that I know of, like, girl, you better be wearing flats because you're going to be walking around all day. You know what I mean? So you, right. you got, you know, uh, cute jeans, nice, sh- you know what I mean? You want to look well presented, but you've still got to function within the job that you have. Right. No, that totally makes sense. That totally, totally makes sense. Um, I do. So anyway, back to the, the buffer bit. I kind of really liked it, and I also liked, I thought he should have played more on the fact that you can also use this to polish your car. That, that Yeah. I can see that more. To, to, you know what I mean? Like guys, because then if you know, guys would be more up to, apt to do that. Yeah, you know, because I, I feel like there's so much, me, so many more car enthusiasts, and that like the purity of cars and washing it and waxing it and all right. that. Right, and then you got a licensing deal with like Turtle Wax or like Armor All or whoever, yeah. and you make some one green and one red, and you know what I mean. You can put them in, you get them in like the car places. All the car washes could have them. You know what I mean? That makes it a lot easier. And a lot quicker, you know, especially some, like, mechanic shops because they already have a drill. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that that's um, – I thought that that was something that was a really good part of it that didn't come in until a little – he played that a little bit late, I think. Um, and I thought, you know, for 20 bucks, it's not bad. I would maybe buy one. I like your idea of the car wash place because that's a great place. Yeah. Like, that there's – you know, and, and I don't know how expensive the other ones are, but – you know, it, it seems like that would be more ideal for some something like that. Um, and then, you know, I like, you know, like you said, it was funny that Mark polished Damon's head. Um, and he, you know, Mark said it was a cool product, but it wasn't a company yet. And, you know, that there's no upside for the profit. So for that reason, he was out, which, you know, that under- I could understand that. Because in nine months, he only made $30,000, and he has a provisional patent, which, again, that costs money, and that takes time to do all that stuff. So we don't want to downplay all the patents that people get. Um, but, yeah, and then, I, like I said, I agree with Lori how she was like, people are dressing more and more casual, so this is kind of unnecessary, and she was out. Uh, Damon was just out, and Mr. Wonderful told this crazy story about his cup that he needed to be polished or some shit. <laughs> this, that was amazing. It was a really funny story. So he definitely is going to buy one, but he doesn't need to invest in it. Um, so, I mean... And everyone looked up the thing after, right? Yeah, you well, I, f- I forgot what it was. It uh, sounded like, te- Mark, it was like Mark, testy something. Mark said it was start- it founded in 1937, I believe, is what he said. Yeah. So it was kind of funny. They all got a good chuckle out of them, so I thought that was good. But, um... So Michael Quinn did not get his seventy five thousand for twenty five percent. He got no deal at all. But he was he was a fun guy. Like I liked him. He had a good attitude. He was just kind of like, "This is my product. Do you like it? Let's do it." And they were <laughs> like, "No." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> so, yep. um, anything else about buffer bit that you want to add, Phil? Nope. Nope. All right. Then we got Tim Talley from Rochester, New York. He wanted $200,000 for 25% of his U-Lace business. Okay, what is he, he was a trend finder? Trend spotting. He was a trend spotter. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Why? He took time off to go to Japan. No, 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 no. Time out. He used to work for, I forgot who it was. But this is a big thing in the fashion industry. I mean, I used to be in the fashion industry, so it's a big thing. It's like all these trends, and it's like 
he worked, I forgot what company he said he worked for, but it was for a sneaker company. Um, and he would, maybe a D, I forgot, but he would go there and see what they're doing because in the U.S., we're pretty much behind in fashion. I know that much. Yeah. So he'll go there and see what they're doing and what colors they're using and this and the other thing. Like there's shows, there's trade shows to see all this stuff. And there's like a lot of money and a lot of science put behind this. And then when it comes to the shows here, they'll do that. So he was probably worked for a brand and he was in charge of that. I mean, like when I did, I did a line for Warner Brothers, they licensed me the dc comics like i went there and they would have like rooms full of people doing trend spotting and being like okay this is what's selling this is going to be the next cool color this 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 and pretty much what it is is it's it's everyone does it but in my mind it's a bunch of crap because it's like if you make something that people like they're gonna buy it you know what i mean it's like for me even when i did when i had my brand we would always try and go outside of what everybody said a little bit just to see. And, it, it, you know, thank God it worked time after time. But it was just like whatever people create, too, is the trend because then that's what's there. So if you have the relationships and, you know, when I had my line, we were selling in Neiman's and Saks and Bloomies and whatever. And if they the buyers liked it and it got into the stores, that was the trend because that's what people were going to buy. And that was a new thing. So it is a very big thing that um, and, and you could tell that as soon as he said that. Damon changed his tune a little bit because he knew that the guy, like a lot of people don't know that term unless they're in the industry and he said exactly that. So mm-hmm. I don't, that's not like, like I think that's normal that he was that. Not normal to me, but sure. Sure, I can buy it. You know, right. I liked it. He was he was a great personality. Yeah. No, I liked it too. And I mean, he's got a great margin. Um, so he's got these U-Lace things that pretty much it's like a universal lace that you can put in any sneaker Um, You can make it different tightnesses, different colors, switch them in and out. And apparently he had this this product around, but he had packaged them differently. He packaged them with like a bunch of pairs in one for like seven or eight bucks. And he realized that he needed to offer less less at a different cost and he would actually wind up selling more, which again is really smart that he figured that out. Um, So I wasn't upset about like the peak and then the low and then the peak. Like I think that that's all part of, you know, figuring it all out. And by the way, the tsunami, you know what I mean? Anytime you hear, like, that affected so many businesses. You ever try to buy a hard drive after the tsunami? No. You can't get a hard drive. You can't. That's crazy. I would never have thought of that. Yeah. You know, and so I I feel for him. Yeah. No, I do, too. I mean, and I, I do. I really like him. And, um, you know... Lori starts, you know, pretty much says she'll think it would do well, but it's not for her. She's not interested in the product, which, again, to back to what you had said earlier, like people, you know, even something that I really do like about the Sharks, too, is even some of them know it's a really good idea, but they know they can't bring anything to the table or it's not going to be a product that they can get behind and love. So they go out, even though they see dollar signs, which I think is really awesome as well. Um, and then Damon, he says, you know, and just like kind of you did, Mr. Wonderful kind of was like picking on the trend setting thing. Like it's a trend <laughs> and he was super smart. Cause he's like a trend means it's going to be over it. And, and Tim was like, no, no, that's a fad. So I, I really liked him and he was super smart. And then Mr. Wonderful went and asked Damon, like Damon, this is your, your this is your space. Like, what do you think about this trend? And he's like, this trend could stay forever. And then everyone's <laughs> tune kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I like that. And, uh, Again, like we said, sharks. Robert was like, there are better sharks than me for this. I'm out, which I thought was cool. Um, Damon was, 
you know, felt a little challenged because he had other partners in this space. So he felt like he was doing like a disservice to do it, but he actually really thought about it, I think. Well, you have to. Yeah. Well, I think I think he thought about it, you know, um typically when that happens <clears throat> and I've been there. It's okay, how do you com- can I combine the two? How do you know what I mean? Like let's figure it out and and then if you get to a point where like, you know what? I just can't and, you know, uh it just won't work out. Right. No, yeah, and and he's like he even said he was like regretfully I'm out. So, um and then again, you know, he was Mr. Wonderful and Mark were kind of like, "All right, so, you know, sell yourself to me. Like, why why should I do this deal with you?" And again, Damon stepped up and was like, "Dude, this guy's the real deal. You guys want to do this?" He's like, "I can't because of my other businesses, but this guy's the real deal." And um you know, Mr. Wonderful then makes an offer, a straight offer, and says 200000 for 50% of the company. And then he counters with, you know, he, well, first he's kind of like, it's too much, you know, equity to give up. And then he he counters after being coached to counter for 200000 for 35%. And Mark jumps in and says, I'll do that deal. Before <laughs> Mr. Wonderful could even answer, which I've never seen Mark do that either. I've seen Mark kind of pull some of that. Oh, really? Just like be like, all right, you're going to offer that to him. I'll take it. And he went with Mark. Right on. It was freaking awesome. <laughs> so, um, you know, again, he gave up a little bit more equity than he wanted. But, you know, I, I, I think Mark's the right person. And Mark was saying how right away they were going to give him to all the Mavs um, to put the, their colors and to wear them. So I, I would be interested to see, like, if, you know, you see the Mavs playing in, like, the warm-up section if they have these, these in their sneakers. or I can't imagine that you could play a game in them. Maybe probably not, Pro- probably not. But the the fans and things like that, you know what I mean. So yeah. Um, also, something that I learned from that is I thought it was interesting that the average kid owns ten pairs of sneakers. That's what they said in the beginning. Interesting. How many that, pairs of sneakers do you own, Phil? Uh, I'm I'm more more of a boots guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We ready? What about Squarespace? Oh yeah! Our buddies at Squarespace. I'm not gonna lie. I saw the best commercial on TV about Squarespace. Tell me. I didn't know that their commercials were on TV. It just looked so. They scrolled through how it looked. It it looked so clean and organized. And I was like, Oh my god, this is Squarespace. I've been talking about Squarespace after Buzz. I need a website. It's like eight bucks a month. And I was like. I actually like went to squarespace.com and I was like, okay, what do I need to get ready in order to like, cause I don't want to get it and not have like my photos and all my stuff to get ready. So I was kind of looking around at the templates and the different things that it offered. But like, I was very excited to see Squarespace commercial on television. Yeah. They're doing really well. I mean, they're, they're really getting out there in a big way and a lot of people love them. I mean, there's so many, uh, hosts here, uh, your girl, Virginia Reina in particular, she has a Squarespace website. Uh, Virginia and Steph, they do a, a under project, the gun, under the gun, and Project Runway together. Yeah, here at After Buzz, but um, Squarespace, yeah. So for anything that you want, um, they cre- they have a custom look, um, so it doesn't look generic. Um, also, again, it's uh, today. So many people need a website, but they always feel that it's hard to get one. Uh, with Squarespace, it is easy. There's 24 hour, seven days a week support. I love that. Um, and by the way, so, uh, most people that, especially if I think uh, if you're listening to the show, they need a website for business, right? Yeah. 
And so, you know, how many sharks or how many entrepreneurs come into the Shark Tank and say, "Hey, you know, we sold this many online." And most a of lot our... of them are online sales. Yep. Squarespace does that. You're welcome. Squarespace, you're welcome. Um, and not only is, not only can you sell stuff very easily, um, it's it looks great on any platform. So uh, Steph, she has the iPhone. I myself have the Android now. I switched over. But guess what? No matter what device, whether a tablet, uh, mobile device, desktop, it's always going to look great because that's Squarespace. I like it. I like and, it. And uh, you know what I really like about it? Because sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I just ahead. feel like. I feel like for me, when you say the term square, it just means boring, and it goes to this different thing. That was the thing. 70s. Now we're nah. – I know, but, like, this this is, like, it changed my mind about that whole thing. I was like, okay, Squarespace is cool. And this might change your mind, too. Uh-oh. Uh, there's so many social medias out there. I mean, who can keep up? This connects – Squarespace connects uh, so well with whether Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on and on and right. on and on. Every social um, media platform it's great with. Um, and again, in Shark Tank world, so many people come there, and Mark's always about the social media marketing of it. And so they've thought of everything. And uh, to get 10% off your first purchase, use the offer code Shark Tank. So squarespace.com, offer code Shark Tank. Yeah, Shark Tank. Do it. And then, it, you know, we'll show them that we're, you know, doing our job here and promoting them. But I like actually like promoting stuff that I actually like. You know? Me too. I hate when we have to like talk about stuff. Now do your thing. Okay. And now for the news, we went back to see Kazam. Kazam. We had Mary Beth and Mark. Should I keep talking over there? No, it's fine. Uh, we had Mary Beth and Mark. It was the pedalist training bike for toddlers. I don't remember seeing this episode. Um, I don't either, but, but just off the bat, that's amazing. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool thing. It was very um, functional. It made sense. I was kind of shocked that I've never seen one before. Uh, You're not you know, a kid. I'm not a kid, but <laughs> you you can see them in commercials. They're kids in the beach. You know what I mean? Like down the path. It's like it, it kind of takes away the training wheels process. You know, well, or it's before it, but it, it makes it super. It seems super safe for the kids, and it seems like it would be getting them to understand their eye hand coordination their balance their movement with their body you know like i feel like it was just a win all around yeah and, and not it brings up their confidence you know what i mean if, right. if you feel if it if it feels like you can ride a bike without you know what i mean without training wheels then it's like ooh, I'm yeah it puts boy. them more in control yeah sweet um you know they said that they had a million dollars in sales since shark tank i gotta get a cha-ching sound effect yeah we do we totally need that cha-ching um, and then they, they're, you know, they're on track to do $2 million in sales next year. The thing that got me was they said their biggest deal was in Sky Mall. I myself am a very big fan of Sky Mall magazine. Are you, are you Phil? Do you like it? Do you fly a lot? People keep bringing up the Sky Mall thing and I'm puzzled by it. Oh my God. I fly a lot and I love Sky Mall. They've got the coolest gadgets. They've got the, the coolest stuff. I literally bought my bed from Sky Mall. And it was just like I was on a plane. And I was like, "Oh, this bed works!" Like it was. They, How do you buy a? That's 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 to me insane. It's crazy. They delivered it to my house. It was crazy. But like, I don't know. I I take the Sky Mall magazine every single time. I love it. They have the coolest stuff in there. So when they said that, I was just like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And then they were also making. They were like integrating 
to preschools with programs with this bike, which is really cool. Like, I was super stoked about this Kazam. And it's yeah. named Kazam. How can you not like it? That's what it is. Oh, Money. yeah. It's not the best one, but. I like it a lot. I yeah. like it a lot. Um, anyway, is there anything else uh, Anything else about uh, Kazam that you'd like to say? No, ironically, I, I felt this was the shortest update we've ever gotten. It was pretty short. It was, but it was short and sweet and cool. Yeah. I liked it. Um, and then for next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Sure. So next week, we're going to have young entrepreneurs. This looks so exciting to me. Very exciting. I didn't, actually didn't see the preview, but young entrepreneurs, that sounds exciting already. Yeah, it was like young kids that, that have been like running businesses or family ideas or stuff like that. And like they literally were treating them like regular sharks, which I thought was super cool. They were getting them ready. I'm sure, you know, we'll see a little bit, uh, you know, I'm sure they're not going to yell at them that it sucks and that they're full of shit like they did in this episode. But um, they were kind of drilling them like they were, you know, just the entrepreneurs that they are. And it, it seemed very interesting. I'm very excited to see this week's episode. Very cool. Yeah. And we keep saying it, but Christina one day will eventually return. She will. We miss you, Christina. Um, anything else? I think I think I think, I think that, we're that's out. It. I think where, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Instagram and Twitter at i a m s t e f z. What about you, Phil? And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And hey, if you like the show, just tell a friend. Tell That's a friend. That's all we need. Give us a comment. Give us a high five. Send some love. All right. <laughs> all right. See you guys later. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 